When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Espiona the fence from Pride of Jenny and she's about to throw the minute now. Espiona, she's about to Pride of Jenny. Espiona wins the group one. Espiona and nose on the line to Pride of Jenny who is game in defeat. What a performance by Espiona and Mickey D and Chris Waller to win that group one Cornwall Classic on Saturday afternoon. I don't think I've ever seen a horse go bigger for a long time than what Pride of Jenny did. Um, that was enormous when I had a look at the, the figures. And I thought she's a belter was brave as well. So um, we'll start off with you here, Dicko, because your man, Mickey D, just continues <laughs> to get the job done on the big stage. Unbelievable. He's, um, he's riding he, like he Darren Beedman. Of... Do you know who Darren Beedman is? Yeah, he, he, he found the church, didn't he? I was in one on Saturday. You should find the church um, as well. Oh, I felt anxious when I walked in the joint. Um, anyway, he's a bit like Dustin Martin, Mickey D, and he's a big game player. He's yeah. um, delivering on the big stage again and again. It's starting to become a bit of a habit. Although Dustin Martin probably a little bit more dangerous around home and away season than Mickey D is week to week out at Sandown. But full credit to him, he lifted this horse. And this is like peak lifting because this horse would need God, Jesus, Muhammad and everything to get it right. And it's delivered on what it promised. What was it? Three years ago, this horse sort of, Said I'm 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 pretty good horse and it delivered on Saturday. So can you admit now that you got it wrong with Mickey D after you said that Pinstripe's no chance of winning a Group One when Mickey D's aboard? My opinion has somewhat changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I love about you, Dicko. You can admit that you're wrong from time to time, and some people I, need to take a leaf out of your book. I, I'm, I was also wrong about Espiona as well. Yeah, well, so, I think everybody was full, a little. Full bit. credit to me for being wrong. Yeah. About a number of things on the weekend. Dean Watling, um, what did you make of Espiona's performance there on the weekend? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, sort of prior to Jenny, done everything but win. They've got about 10.1 lengths faster than the average to the 800 metre mark. So she's done an almighty job to stick on. Anavistio, three out of five lanes to give. But very, very interesting here, fellas, with Espiona that they went to the rail. This is the first time in Sydney that she's actually stuck to the rail and on the inside, and we didn't see a lay-in or lay-out, so maybe that's the trick to her. And I, I know it played out perfectly going back to the inside, but every time she sort of got to the outside, she's wanted to do a lot wrong. So um, I think all punters can be forgiven to, to miss her on that day. She's had plenty of chances, but uh, props to Chris Waller. He, he went against the media, went against all us punters' opinions um, to go into Melbourne, stuck to Sydney, and they come away with a group one. Michael D, phenomenal. That's his fourth group one in the last six months at a strike rate of 23.5% in group one races. That is dead set phenomenal for any jockey. What hope have us punters got when we've got to make sure that Espiona gets a run on the rail because she doesn't go straight as she goes to the outside of horses? Um, Jules, just explain the significance of prior to Jenny's run because I know that um, Ana Visto pulled, out th pulled up three out of five lame and I hope she's okay. Um, but she was never a chance when they went that quick from a standing start in the first 600 metres and she was getting on the chewy. And then you think, well, when you're looking at the times there on the top right-hand corner on Sky Racing, you're thinking, well, prior to Jenny's got to stop. Um, but 
What a run. And that's, I think that's the way to ride her, but they don't go much bigger. No, she's gone enormous. We sort of identified her first up. We thought she would be ready to, she was probably not too far away. We speak about these horses that are on speed. They sort of bring them back after their spells pretty well bang on their mark, just because that's, you have to ride these horses, um, you know, forward. So you've got to be really fit. So I think they would have had prior to Jenny pretty well wound up and Mm -hmm. I'd Thought it, she was going to run a massive race second up, but I just didn't think she'd probably be able to match in such a good group one. So, no, huge performance. Just got to be careful now so we can get sucked in and say, okay, um, want to be with her third up because it was such a big performance. But this will take a little bit out of her. Does she have exactly. the flat, flat one next yep. start? And then we sort of need to regroup fourth up. So just mindful. Hopefully she has something like 21 days or something like that, and then you can probably bet with a bit of confidence. But two weeks, just be careful about her because she just might get that flat one. Well, I think you want you you want almost at least a month that horse, especially that yard. They space them; they're okay. But I'm going to click back up off that tempo. Yeah, that's, that's what Kira Ma said yesterday when I was listening to him. He said that that she felt the run. She took her and Steel City to the beach, and uh, he's well aware that that definitely would have taken something yeah. out of her. Um, so she'll have a, a space in between her. Her next run, but she's a belter's on the quick back up to the All Star Miles. She finished third in that race off a hot speed, so she yeah, that might she just thought she, she that, thought that was a hot speed, did she? Yeah, she might. That might <laughs> have, luck to your toots. Yeah, that might have tightened her right up to sit and smoke the pipe on the back of Keats and go over the top of her because I thought she was going to win there for a sec. She's a belter, Jules. Yeah, it was a really good performance. Yep. I think I have a sort of general rule on the quick seven day backup. I sort of want to come like them coming out of. Moderately run races, so let's yeah. we'll test that theory out on Saturday with she's a belter. But um, no, it was a, it was a good performance. What about your? Um, please explain, Dino. Yeah, mine's an interesting one. Uh, yesterday we had the Black Opal, obviously, uh, which is used to be a key lead up to the the Golden Slipper. Um, yesterday was the first time in its history that a horse has won the the race on debut, and the race is only worth one hundred twenty thousand. So auto ballet has a really tricky prospect now of actually making the field off purely off the prize money of winning the race. I just think the race needs to be worth enough money to be exempt or make the race guaranteed into the slipper. I think it's Canberra's key two days, Canberra Cup on the Monday, Black Opal on the Sunday. I just think the prize money needs to be increased. Horses that go to that race um, need to be into the slipper. We've seen some really nice horses go to the race, Criterion, Takedown, Trapeze Artist. So, I think it's been lost a little bit uh, with the Sydney Carnival, and I think the prize money needs to be increased, and um, Canberra needs to be shown on that Sunday. Maybe if their government supported racing a little bit better, then we might give them a little bit of a, a leg up. But until then, they can pull their heads in. Um, oh, not, not that's not the Canberra Racing Club's fault, but the, the government there's a shamozel. I like it when you go whack Gareth just um, without thinking, and then you, then you go, oh, maybe yeah. I should have said that. No, not, I, I reckon Canberra like deserves all the help. Full credit get, to you, but the government. Full credit to you, um, please. Now, what did you... What 120K is a disgrace. Let's just say that. Yeah. What was your please explain there, Jules? Um, how did is it me get beaten in the last? <laughs> Pocket talking. Pocket yes. talking. Oh, I was tough oh, to watch, you, wasn't you, it? You, you, knew, you, you knew you were dead about the whole way, though, didn't you? Yes, correct. Yeah. It was just, like, it was as just soon take... as you got pocketed, but just one pair further back than you wanted on the fence, you're yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was sort of... I sort of mapped leaders back. I actually spoke to you Friday or Thursday, Dicko, and you sort of mapped her yeah. leaders oh, back. Do you and speak I thought, off air? Occasionally, oh. he was swearing at me at something, and um, we. Uh, I thought if she was letters back, she she wins, but it didn't work out that way. And um, you know, we can sort of get over it and go. You know, that's punting, but sometimes they're 
yes, really yes no. bitter pills to swallow. I'm a bad punter. You'll know that. That happened to me last year, this time last year, Newmarket Day. We had a quaddy with Guesty and a few mates, Mark Guest. Mm. Um, and there he goes. He's name dropping there. Politics, name dropping. I don't know who else was with us. I forgot. Shaq. Oh, yeah. God, let us know. LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we put in $50 each or $100. <laughs> And we had a quaddy and we've got, and Guesty said, we've got to put this Kiwi in, Rockin' Horse. So we put oh. Rockin' Horse in a hundred to one. We get to the last league. We're going for a great collect. Do we lay off? We don't like, we're trying to work out what horses we lay off with. Um, and we lay <laughs> four horses back and Harry Coffey wins, but we had Cardinal Queen one out in the oh, famous Yabby Dam farm colors for Kiramar and David Eustace mm. and Johnny Allen just didn't have any luck whatsoever. No. Um, and it was such a, like you walked away, the, the emotion, talking about the emotion, the emotion of the pump, we went upstairs to the rooftop bar mm. and it was like, you couldn't, you couldn't give me enough shots to put a smile on my face. You bet um, you it, tried. It took me an hour and a half to get over <laughs> it, but we did, but yeah, it is, it, you need a little bit of luck in life, don't you, Jules? You do. With everything that oh. you do in life. Now, well, last time you went out even to the, the race. Gray, even the Grayson get it wrong, G. Look yeah. at Mark Zara and Esalita, three wide the trip. Oh, by the Kong. way, Geordie says, can you boys, I was going to read out the text messages towards the back end, but you've just mentioned Exolita. Uh, can you boys come up with a punishment every time Dicko declares the horse and it loses? It's getting out of hand. Every week we're here, easiest bet of all time or him declaring a winner. Love you, Dicko, but it's got to stop. That's from Geordie. Well, Geordie, you can come to Geordie, lunch. Geordie, Geordie. No, Geordie, my man. Yeah. My man. <laughs> the horse sat three wide, no cover the entire and ran past the favourite in the race and didn't catch the leader that kicked. So... Well, if you're going to do that every day of the week, you're going to end up winning. It was yep. it was a bad beat, my man. Well, Give me a break. Come on. You've you've mentioned your please explain. There's your please explain then, Dicko. But Jules, what are you? I know Dino, you're in Sydney, so it's a little bit hard to invite you. Um, what are you doing, Jules, this week? Oh, I'll do oh, whatever. Oh, here you, we go. I'll do whatever you want me to do, mate. All right then. Hey, Geordie, if you're <laughs> listening, mate, um, since you give Dicko a good whack, there you can come with us as well. We're going to take <laughs> we, we're going to Nobu. Oh. I'm going to order two dozens of those beef tacos. Yeah, there won't be enough. Yeah, because the Malbec bloodstock are paying for them. Because, Fantastic. you know, for a man that's meant to be a formatalist, he was saying that well, um, young, young, young Vert well. would run in the top. I give him top three. I thought, please. It's a bit. It's the biggest gone winner of all time. It's... um. I tell you what, it was well backed. Eleven dollars into seven dollars. The market wanted to bear with it. Probably getting back to that two thousand meter best runs on the Turnbull, where it, you know ran really well yep. two years in a row. So you can see little horses for courses at Flemington. What, what the market sort of gravitates towards, but um, it doesn't win. It got beat by Johnny Get Angry in a Derby. Yep, no, it's a fair call. Yeah, mm. but but that G, it was the second fastest last two hundred metres in the race after being held up like, for the majority, majority of but, the straight. But, it was a good performance and a good run, and you were very very lucky you didn't no, run third. Dicko. And I'm happy to shout you because I had a bet. But he's one of those horses, Dicko, that he knows that we've had a bet, and so he goes, "Well, I'm going to fix up Dicko. I'm going to get held up and run fourth, <laughs> and that's what he does." He runs second when you back him to win, and he runs fourth well, when you back him each way. No, I, I had him to collect like half of the biggest money of, of my entire life. But I, I love the horse. Hashtag love the horses, but I hate this horse. Yeah. 0499736736 to join our conversation. We'll, we'll take a quick break on the other side of it. It's full credit time.